Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Good morning, good morning, Ken and Curtis from the Ford Clubhouse Fenway Studio, presented by your New England Ford dealers. Their Discover Summer Sales event still going on. we got some summer left. Large inventory is still in stock. Now is the best time to trade in. Trade up and discover your best summer ever with Ford. Good morning, Curtis. Hey, Kenny. What a great day here. Fenway Park, you can cut the tension with a knife. 410, who's on the bump? Chris Sale. Your man. I'm sure we'll be breaking down that game in its entirety coming up uh, later today. A lot of Holy Cross people running around. There must be like a meet and greet before the big uh, BC, the, the, the what is it called? The Holy War. BC against Holy mm-hmm. Cross. You brought no luck to the Eagles last week, despite our presence outside the uh, gate on the veranda. I don't have a lot of reg- regrets these days, but I sat inside. I was by myself Saturday, had a couple hours, and I watched on my computer because a uh, Comcast still doesn't have the ACC network for some reason. So I have YouTube TV just to watch BC football. <laughs> I watched the comeback. They score 17 unanswered points and then puked all over their shoes in Northern Illinois. But wasn't the most embarrassing football moment for the week when it comes wow. to the Greg Hill show or <laughs> oh, oh boy. Oh. Holy cow. <laughs> you done a wellness check on Wiggy? I morning? have not. I woke up to text from Greg and Ken. I go to bed early because I get up early, and <laughs> it was 49-14, Barnstable over Brockton. Well, it's week one. I mean, really, week one is a uh, an implementation week. It's basically an extension of uh, training camp and uh, uh, preseason. I felt so, so bad for Wiggs. Jeff so. Halfley's fine. Wiggy's fine. They'll get it together. Young quarterbacks coming into their own, so nothing to worry about. Nothing to worry about. Same with your Patriots tomorrow. Mac Jones in year number three, it begins. And I always, you're tough to figure out, Curtis. I mean, yeah. not always. Sometimes get, you're predictable. Get in line. But then again, you, you'll throw in a zig when I think you're going to zag. That's why I'm good at this. And you have predicted, but there's always something calculated behind it. So you have predicted the Patriots right. to win. Ken Laird, brand manager, likes half-cocked pots. Well, you predicted a Patriots win over the Eagles of all the games to pick a win over. I don't get it. I don't Here's get why. the strategy it, here. It, it, it would be so embarrassing if they are losing big at the half, Brady gets honored, and it's you know a second half like that Bears Monday night game where pan- fans are 
there's traffic on Route 1 at you know 7.15 before the game's even over. They can't lose this game. There is If they lose tomorrow, they're 0-1 with a must-win Week 2 against the Dolphins on Sunday night football. And if they lose that game, then you're looking at the entire relevance nationally is over. You are 0-2. How many teams go 0-2 at home to start a year and make the playoffs? Mm-hmm. I'll tell you. Almost nobody. So there is just... I still have enough faith in the game day execution of Bill Belichick over Nick Sirianni. That is a... Want to do the uh, the check marks? Okay. <laughs> I, I will do coach tomorrow. I take Belichick over Sirianni. And... The Patriots' offense last year was an abomination. Mm-hmm. They were, it wasn't that they, you know, threw an incomplete pass or they didn't pick up the Mike linebacker like Cam Newton. They were running into each other's 10 yards down the field. There was no, there was no buy in by the quarterback. I believe that Judge and Patricia were actively working to hurt Mac Jones, not help him which is why Bailey Zappi had so much success and who's now on the waiver wire. No, he might be activated. I Mike s- Reese says he's your number two. Right, but he cleared the waiver wire. Yeah. So the – and you have – you can't overstate the Eagles' Super Bowl hangover. The Patriots are the only team in the last however many years to lose the Super Bowl and win the, one that, win the Super Bowl the next year. Everybody nationally is talking about the Eagles' skill. They have the best defensive front. They have added uh, the guy, I can never remember his name from from Georgia, the top ten defensive end, the Carter, Jalen Carter. Carter. They have Jalen Hurts. They have all the speed. They have AJ Brown. They have. I mean, it it looks like a major major mismatch. Yes, yes. But I just have a gut feeling. Wow. That the Patriots, it, Gillette Stadium tomorrow, will be the way it was four years ago, and it it has been this sort of tepid. Hot and cold the last three years when you had Mac and two years of, when you had a Cam and two years of Mac. There will be 425. I know Brady got in trouble once for saying get lubed up before the game. <laughs> there is a huge anticipation. The Patriots have done a good job at keeping it behind the desk of or under the desk or whatever, behind closed doors. They're they're having us all ruminate as to what will be done at halftime. We don't know. So they can't open this game with a dud. They need to do a Dan Campbell. absolutely can. Fourth and two from your own 20, go for it type move. And I, I, Belichick's I, not going to do that. I heard a lot of reaction, if I can, quickly to the Thursday night game. I love Dan Campbell. I, that was They won that game because of that decision in the first quarter. You love the Hardos. I've always said that about you. I, I love the I, I love a <laughs> wham way up, we're going to buy the kneecap <laughs> off. I mean, come on. You ripped him from stem to stern when he dropped that line. But it, because it was mockable. Yeah. But the players buy into it. He Doesn't and Sirianni. have one ass cheek and three toes, I will beat your ass. Didn't he and Sirianni, they were the we like they were at the same time. It was those two were getting mocked left and right. Rookie well, coaches. Sirianni had the single worst introductory ah. press conference yeah. I have ever seen. He talked about, like, fertilizing plants. See, there's hope for Wiggy. <laughs> Didn't get off great. Oh. You know, Brockton will come around. But I, okay, okay. Uh, everything you just being said. Smart is knowing what to do. <laughs> well, I guess that's pretty accurate. Everything you said falls into the intangible category, which rarely produces anything on the field. Like, yes, there's they should be motivated. Yes, it's uh, an op, uh, an important game. You know, you don't want to get embarrassed at home. That's not a button you push to play well in the field. The Patriots' early three out of four titles to kick off the double dynasty was almost all intangibles. The, the Colts were more talented than the Patriots. 
Would you dispute that? I would, in hindsight. In 2003, the Colts were, 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 not as, were, more, were the same talent as the Patriots? Yep, Vinatieri was Hall of Fame caliber that year. I mean, the, the Steelers in 2001? But in hindsight, at the time, I can remember saying, these Patriots teams don't have any star players. Bill Belichick is amazing. He's getting the but it, but here we are twenty years later in Ty Law and there is a cavalcade of Hall of Famers that were on that team. We didn't appreciate the individual talent at the time. But still, fall far fewer in terms of Hall of Fame cal- caliber players than the other dynasties in NFL history. Possibly, and, and possibly that's Bill Cowher getting in his own way, or you know whoever it was, Colts getting in their own way, making mistakes where Bill was grounded and. They, they rarely crumbled. Here's my concern, if you want a little dose of reality for the Patriots this year. They had seven or nine, I have to look it up, I looked it up a couple weeks ago, defensive touchdowns. That, that is something that that is a unicorn. They played horrible quarterbacks. They played backup quarterbacks. They played guys like Derek Carr who were always going to puke down their legs. They had a, a, a massive influx of defensive scoring for their offense. That always evens out. So while I believe this offense will be markedly better than last year, I are they going to be seven touchdowns better over the course of the season? Because the defense did carry a big load. Also, special teams continues to be phased out of the NFL. So the kicker situation, Nick Folk was automatic last year. They have a guy that has never kicked in a game. He's going to be playing. I mean, it's just... I know. Again, I, I all of this, I don't understand why you're picking them to win. This game is just, sometimes it's just obvious. It's not a winnable game. They, they should not have scheduled Brady for this game. This is a loss. This is, you, you try to get your offense together and make some progress. You focus on week two, and it is far from a must win. And I'm reading Andrew Callahan in the Herald this morning, and this is the, the, the topic that matters the most. You asked Bill about it the first time you had a chance. Starting guards Cole Strange and Michael and Wenyu have hardly practiced in pads this offseason. While Calvin Anderson, City Sal, and newly acquired veterans Vidarian Lowe and Tyrone Wheatley Jr. could all see snaps at right tackle. I mean, that's it. That, that is the analysis of this game. The line is going to be a jumbled mess tomorrow. Okay. Even if they get it together in week two, three, five, whatever. I remember vividly the Patriots were playing, because this video circulated on social media this week because of all the Brady love. The, we can get to the Patriots attempting to rewrite history this week. It's been a little much. And it totally is counter to how they've developed that whole aura down there, basing things on what you will do, not celebrating what you have done at the beginning of a new season. However, there was a Monday night game where Wiggy played the Patriots. I think it was 2006. The awful Aaron Dobson or whoever the wide receivers were, Chad Jackson, I don't even know. The Patriots were 5-1 and one heading into Monday night, and their offensive line was obliterated. And Billy Yates was getting the start. And I was listening pregame. Ron Borges said, no shot against this defensive front of the Vikings, who were, I guess, very good in 2006. Billy Yates, Billy Yikes is starting at guard. <laughs> Bill, Brady's going to be you know, running for his life. And they won something like 35-7. to seven. Blew him out. Obviously, they had a number 12 under center. But there have been so many times where you walk into a game, like the Chiefs-Patriots in the pandemic year. There's no shot they're going to be able to keep this team contained. They have no Cam Newton. They're going up against the high-flying Chiefs. Da-da-da-da-da. The Chiefs had just won the Super Bowl, and it was a close game. Brian Hoyer, if not for some awful brain fart before the half, they might have won that game. Uh, I mean, I look at that this. all sounds great, but this is a moral victory Monday in the making. If no. you keep it close, you're happy. I'm not doing moral victories at all. See, this is what you're doing. You're trying to set it up for ripping the Monday. I know your strategy. So 
you're painting this picture that they should win for Brady. They should win because you can't get embarrassed on this day. No, I'm. They I, will, and then Monday you're going to trash the organization. I, I mean this sincerely. I get concerned when everybody thinks one way. I, I, I it, it makes me uneasy. That is true. It, everybody picked the Chiefs Thursday. We, we. It's just when there's uniformity of thought. I get concerned and I go the other direction. If for nothing else than to provide a context or another point of view because I get so tired of hearing the same thing over and over and over and over and over again. So I heard uh, Gresh discuss the Wham Block yesterday at the start of the show. That's the second Wham Block reference. And I was listening and I, I heard their outrage at the approach of Dan Campbell and how you don't win that way and how he almost got bit by it at the end with the fourth and two that they didn't complete in the fourth quarter, giving the Chiefs the ball back. I... I if I'm playing Patrick Mahomes, who is the modern-day Brady, I used to laugh when the Bears or the Bengals would punt the ball on fourth and three from their 38 yard from the Patriots' 38-yard line against Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. You have to keep putting your foot on the gas. And that's the way the team played. Hutchinson is a stud. Unbelievable, that guy. He is incredible. Watch so him. great. I think he's going to be all pro this year. Belichick is still the coach. So this is the guy who punted in overtime back to Aaron Rodgers, and they lost the Packers. Well, he also went on fourth and two against the Colts. Yeah, many, many years ago. Kevin Falk had the first down. Many moons ago. All right, do you think Curtis is right? Could the Pats upset the Eagles week one? 617-779-7937. How does this season start for you as a Patriots fan? And I still have them at 6-11. and I think they win this game, but they only win five more. But... I, I this is just a game they win. It's it, when everybody sits around. If if the Eagles just start and they and Mac Jones is getting decapitated in the first series of the game, I will say I'm an idiot again and I'm wrong. <laughs> but I just can't envision the, the way in which Bill spoke to me about the offensive line, about the you know we addressed it. We drafted three guys. We signed Riley. You know Coral Reef. We did all these other things. <laughs> yeah, but, but he's not healthy. Neither is Jack Jones. By the way, much to get to. Trending updates. Your thoughts on that? I do want to hear this Wickersham sound. Uh, you want to tease that? In so this week there was much made of uh, the the Belichick defenders defended the wall. You had Charles Barkley who said you're a punk ass if you think that Bill's going to get fired with Bill Simmons, and one person who has literally written the book on the Brady Belichick craft dynamic in Seth Wickersham, who's been proven prescient. Correct? I mean, mm-hmm. what did yeah, he get well, wrong? Nothing. We, he was mocked, but Six he was saying breakfast with Gronk. He was telling him everything. He doesn't want to talk to me anymore, which is fine. But I, uh, he was on with the Rich Eisen show, and he expre- explained from his pretty well-educated point of view how Bill Belichick could lose his job this year. Mm. Braverman with the news. More Ken and Curtis from the Ford Clubhouse Fenway Studio next. Your home of the Sox. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Red Sox playoff chances continue to get harder as they return home to an 11-2 loss to the AL-leading Baltimore Orioles. Tanner Houck once again struggled his third time through the order, getting the loss over five and a third innings and surrendering surrendering five earned runs on eight hits. He talked post-game about where things went wrong. Come back tomorrow. Got to play it out 162 for a reason. So... I know the guys aren't going to give in. I know they're not going to give up. I'll be out there tomorrow cheering them on for a whole nine innings and just 
continue to push ourselves to get better and show up each day and, and just have a, a competitive game. Well, tomorrow is today, and that's when the series will continue this afternoon. Will Fleming and Rob Bradford have the call from Fenway at 410 on the Shaws and Star Market. WEEI Red Sox Network, Shaws, perfecting the art of fresh. Chris Sale will get the star for the Sox, opposite Jack Flaherty for the O's. Cooper Boardman will get everything started with the Mass Mutual pregame show at 310. Mass Mutual Insurance Planning Investments. Patriots Injury Report has come out ahead of their season opener tomorrow afternoon against the Philadelphia Eagles. Jack Jones has been ruled out with a hamstring injury in the Athletics Jeff Howe might be reporting that it could be multiple weeks missed for the second-year cornerback. Also, five players are listed as questionable, including running back Ramondre Stevenson, wideout Devontae Parker, and offensive lineman Michael Wenu and Cole Strange. Philly has nobody on their injury report. Other Patriots news, Mike Reese is reporting that Bailey Zappi is in line to be the Patriots' backup quarterback this Sunday, and the captains were announced, and they are six of them. Mac Jones, Matthew Slater, David Andrews, Dietrich Wise, Jawan Bentley, and first-time captain Hunter Henry. And the Revolution are back on the road to take on Minnesota United FC tonight at 8.30. The Revs have 47 points, but are in second place via a better record than Orlando at 13 wins, 8 draws, and 6 losses. I'm Joe Braverman, and that's what's trending on WBEI and WBEI.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. You guys better stop treating my guy Belichick bad. The Patriots you my- guys? What do you mean? It's, it's, I love Belichick. I love Belichick. He's one of my, I, I consider him a good friend. Oh. I'm, so, I'm so disgusted with some of these punk-ass guys on television talk about Bill being on the hot seat and things like that. No, that he's really, not on the hot seat. That's that, it, it shouldn't even be close to the hot seat. No, they're going to be good. I'm picking them to make the playoffs. Pats well, are going to be well, good this well. year. Wake me up you go, go, Your man Barkley, Sir Charles. You're not going to rip Charles Barkley, are you, Curtis? That's a man that tells it as it is. Well, he just said he was compromised. He said he's a good friend of his, <laughs> which I'm sure he is. I'm sure Bill and Chuck hang out all the time. But... Uh, yeah. I think they do. Barkley travels. He was at McDonough's uh, charity auction I, in Boston, came into town recently. The greatest... out of win a casino quite a bit, right? The greatest compliment you can give someone 
is the company they keep at events where they're asking others to donate their time. And I went one year uh, with uh, this really talented boss, Zarbano, to uh, the Sean <laughs> last Mc- talented boss at this place, right? Uh, with the uh, for the Sean McDonough charitable evening before the golf tournament or after I don't know which one. The star power that McDonough got. Oh, I, yeah. I mean, Charles Barkley was there for five hours. Couldn't have been nicer. What he got there, and I mean, I I, I cannot say enough good things. Charles Barkley is the most talented analyst in any sport anywhere. And shut the hell up. <laughs> but he's compromised on this. He says he's friends with Bill and. I think you're not paying attention if you don't see that Bill Belichick absolutely could lose his job. But now publicly, (laughs) publicly Kraft spoke at the ribbon-cutting ceremony in the 95-degree heat. Nadir of this ownership group. I don't know if you have this cut, Joe, but uh, throw you off the rails here before we get to Wickersham and the cut that you tease. But he he praised Belichick. At some point in there, he said, Bill has done a good job coaching up this team. Unless he meant Bill O'Brien. I think you mentioned Belichick. In the preseason? I still like that most people are picking us to come in fourth in the division. And um, I, I think there's a, a great chemistry. Uh, this is a young team, too. This, is, oh. I don't, this might be one of the youngest teams, I, I think. 26th uh, youngest. Coach has done a good job overall, I think, having Bill O'Brien come here and work with Mac. Um, they seem to have great chemistry and um, I'm, a, I'm actually excited about the team. Oh <laughs> that clip is awesome for a number of reasons. It is. It doesn't uh, happen overnight, but the Patriots became the Bengals pre-Borough. This is what the Marvin Lewis Bengals. This is what bad teams say. Uh, they, they brag about a fourth new video board update in 20 years. Wow. What a whopper from Jonathan this week. Okay, but now do you so just to focus on what Robert said there, you're painting a picture that Bill's on a hot seat and could be gone at year's end. Obviously things could be a lot different at year's end than they are now. Why are you holding Kraft accountable for what he says when he said there would be ramifications two years ago if they didn't win a playoff game? Not only did they not win a playoff game, they didn't make the playoffs and they nearly ruined their most important commodity. All right. Well what else do we have to go by? This but you're the, trying this to, is the guy but, that has the decision. That's why, but he 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 didn't hold Bill to the, the standard that he demanded out of him, so I'm not gonna take him saying he's doing a good job with, with any more credence than I did what he said before. Coach Zero has credence. Done a good job overall. Did a good job of what? Coach has done a good job overall. Of what? I don't know. He leaves okay. it open-ended. Well, but they haven't even played a game. And then he quickly transitioned to Bill O'Brien, Mac right. chemistry. He lost which, right. which gets that's me right. to Seth Wickersham, who as I said in the last segment, literally wrote the book on the Patriots' dysfunction at the end of the Brady time, was proven prescient about nearly everything he said. He had this to say when asked about Bill Belichick on the Rich Eisen show yesterday. Where do you stand on the sense that Belichick is on a hot seat this year? I think it's warm. It's my opinion that I think if the season ends and the trajectory of the franchise is clearly trending down, I think... Kraft would weigh making a move very, very, very hard and might be willing to. It's a different structure than Bill's had. You know, Bill has always managed his staff as he's wanted to manage it. And and this year it's been different. You know, they did the press release with Gerard Mayo announcing a new role for him. They did a press release for Billy O'Brien announcing his presence. That's not what the Patriots usually do. And they've got an interesting dynamic where you have two assistant coaches who have kind of been empowered by the owner and you have bill who obviously is used to you know complete autonomy 
overall football matters. And I think that everybody is hoping this thing goes well, you know, this season. I don't think that Robert Kraft wants Bill Belichick to break the all-time record for wins um, wearing another team's hoodie. (laughs) But if they do not have a good year, and clearly it looks like the franchise has hit a morass, I would not surprise me at all if Robert Kraft makes a move like that. Wow. Would not surprise him at all. I, with all due respect to Charles Barkley, who covers the NFL extensively, I would tend to lead on Seth Wickersham, who spent years embedded within the Patriots, to understand the exact dysfunction that was occurring even when we couldn't see it. I think it only happens if they bottom out. If you're right and they win five games or whatever you're predicting, six games, then maybe. But if they're an eight, nine-win team, you he's already admitting he's delegated more authority to Mayo and others. Like, yes, we've seen that. Kraft has taken back control of the organization for some of the assistant coaches, etc. Bill has relinquished some of his power, and that's just how they'll go. He Kraft, even when Brady was imminent to be leaving, was always trying to keep it together. He wants to keep it together as long as possible. Well, no, Robert Kraft does not want to watch Bill Belichick win a championship and succeed elsewhere while Gerard Mayo flounders here. Right. The what you pointed, what you painted as a potential picture tomorrow at 4:25 inside Gillette Stadium, with the offensive line getting absolutely dominated by an elite pass rush of the Eagles, I could see post game. Robert Kraft doing what he did regarding Bourne this year with the offensive line, calling Tom Curran and saying, hey, man, they really could have used Orlando Brown Jr. out there. <laughs> I, I mean that. But last year, we forget that week one, it wasn't week six. It was week one Sunday night before the Patriots even landed back at TF Green from Miami. Tom Curran had the report that Robert Kraft was, I think, miffed or something to that effect regarding the little usage of Kendrick Bourne. Yeah. So. Right. It, 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 Another it, side that he was getting more involved even last year in some minute matters. But it is he always said he'd avoid. It is a precarious situation, and we can all say how we think we will feel after an outcome we expect. However, that's not the way the sports fan works. You know this. You've been in this business your whole life. If they look bad tomorrow, if the offense is stagnant because of the offensive line, and there are several places in which the Patriots clearly could have helped that from not happening as in not being around with the Jets and trading with the Steelers so the Jets couldn't get their tackle and just taking the tackle themselves, they could have done all these things instead of Riley Reef and Calvin Anderson and Cole Strange in the first round last year, which is why I, 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 I love Gresh, but he always says that people that were mad about the Patriots taking a guard in the first round, no. Nobody was mad that they took a guard. They were mad that they took Lo- um, Logan Mankins. Not Logan Mankins. They took Cole Strange, yeah, who was not at all a guy that did well last year, was not someone that anybody had theorized was a first-round pick, and he's injured again. So that's the issue. It's not that people didn't want them to draft an offensive lineman. It's that they didn't address a need with someone who could actually solve it. By the way, you're facing a quarterback you passed on in two rounds back in 2020, right? This was the right. year they t- I loved back what, and took Kyle Duggar. I loved what Jalen Hurts said this week when he was asked about the Patriots reportedly being interested in him. How do you fall? And he said, yeah, a lot of teams say that now. Uh-huh. Oh, A-plus. What a line. Well, I don't think if they lose this game, as ugly as it is, people will crush them because it's week one because everybody expects them to lose except you. I will give you credit. You're, you out, you're out on people, a limb. You think the people that are going to the game tomorrow expect the Patriots to lose? Yes. Everybody thinks they're going to lose. Ty Law thinks they're going to lose. I, I mean... I, I, I do not believe that to be the case. 
Ken, by the then, way, what got... percentage of those fans going to the game are just there for the Brady ceremony then? Well, oh, I mean, boy. there's a lot of people that are – it's season ticket holders, I think, whatever they – Yeah, but that's the problem with this game. They, they would have gone anyway. People would have gone to this game without the Brady factor. That's a whole other thing. They have accelerated – they played the Brady card way too early. But before we get to that, let's hit the phones. You can join the Ken and Curtis Show at the Ford Clubhouse Fenway Studio. On the phone, 617-779-7937. Dave and Nadek kicks us off this morning. Hi, Dave. Hey, good morning, everybody. How are you? Hey, uh, I think the the game to, uh, tomorrow is a must win or at a minimum you got to keep it within two scores, probably one score going in the fourth quarter because I think what I see missing from this Patriots team compared to uh, you know three years ago plus, other than Tom Brady, but um, you lose that kind of institutional memory of what it's like to win with being that young and being that inexperienced where you used to have your locker room guys that span five to seven years, and if you lost, a, if you had a bad loss, which the Patriots didn't lose many games they weren't supposed to, uh, they'd be like, all right, you got to stick with it. you got to stay disciplined. You'd be able to manage the emotions of your team. And when you got a combination of lack of leadership with less talent, that's a recipe for five or six wins unless Belichick overachieves. Well, you're right about the not bad losses. I guess that's been Bill's calling card the last few years, right? Because he doesn't have many big wins to go by. If you're right, Curtis, and they win tomorrow, that is maybe the first signature win post-Brady. That is huge. That uh, might alone buy Bill like uh, gravitas the last of the year without heat. Yeah, I would say the, the next best win would have been the Cam Matt, uh, the Cam Ravens win on Sunday night yeah. in 2020. 2020. Uh, yep. And they need a win. That's why... Bill Belichick, I said this this week. Like the Lions, that win Thursday for the Lions has changed the narrative completely about that team. Absolutely. And and the thing I love most about how many new Bradys and new Patriots have come along over the last 20 years is that in one breath, the same commentator says, what you just saw, you better savor it because you will never see it again. And then the next day, well, they're doing the same thing I just said we would never see again. It's so hard. And... I still think the Chiefs are a great team. I, Mahomes is the best player in the NFL. But you're starting to think Mahomes needs help. No, you're starting to think he can't win without by himself, without a star receiver. Where we're doing? No, and they're won, in cap problems. They won they last. They traded Tyree Kill, and they're about Chris Jones. They won last year, Ken. I know, I know. How how they do Thursday? Okay, Ken, don't be an idiot. They won the Super Bowl last year without a star receiver. Don't make me defend the. They team. had Kelsey, right? The star of star receiver. Okay, right. the, he's a tight end, but. The um, the I know we're sort of all over the place. A new low for that Sunday night broadcast. Boy, do they miss Al Michaels. Tariko, did you hear this saying that this has an asterisk because Mahomes didn't have Kelsey? Yeah, yeah. Did they uh, ever say that for Brady? Nope. When when Brady nearly beat the Colts in the 2006 AFC, AFC Championship game with Rishé Caldwell and Jabbar Gaffney, did anybody after the game say the Colts had an asterisk because they beat a Patriots offense devoid of weapons? There may have been a game Gronk missed, I guess. I don't remember that. But, you know, but you're right. That's yeah, Gronk, yeah, Gronk missed that. Uh, what was it? Oh, yeah, Super Bowl 51. <laughs> he wasn't in the 28-3 comeback there, Kenny Pants. Well, they needed him in the 13-3 game. He's the only one that caught a pass that game. Okay. Now, can we get to this poll question at the Greg Hill Show account? Yeah. This strikes me. I don't know the background. I'm not on the show and its intimate details anymore. But this strikes me as a poll that you thought would go one way and went the other. You thought it would be lopsided. It ended up being a fight, a tooth and nail battle for the final results. And the question was, if Robert Kraft had sided with Tom Brady over Bill, would the Patriots be in a better position today? Yes, yeah, six out of ten say yes. 
58% yes, 42% say no. Right. That is close to a split. Over 40% of your voters think they did the right thing, think Kraft did the right thing as far that's as how not, they are today. That's not the question. As far as how they are today, in better position today. Ken, the question yielded a result that said that the 6 out of 10 Patriots fans say they'd be in a better position had they retained Brady. Retaining Brady precludes you from developing the next guy. So they're saying that they would be better off, 6 out of 10, than having three years as a head start to find the next guy. It's a split, though. It's you thought a, it would be 9 out of 10. I didn't think it would be 9 totally. out of 10. Totally. I know how you, you, want, you put that up there. You were thinking victory lap Curtis. 9 out of 10 Pats fans well, think they screwed I had, up. I nope, had, it's a split. I had said to do something with the Super Bowl, would have been, which would have been far more dramatic. And Jackson, ever the wordsmith, decided to do this. <laughs> and I like it. Good job, Jackson. The, but, that's, but what I'm telling you is I had an argument with a guy uh, last week, was it, at the BC game? I don't even know where I am today. But... Um, where he was saying how the Patriots are better off today because they didn't have Brady. They would have been in this position where they'd be starting over. Bottomed out, yeah. They literally are where every other team is right now, right? We don't know what Mac is yet. We don't know if they have the next guy. We don't know who the next guy is. We don't have anything. That is so Bill self-inflicted, too. They should know what Mac is. Right, that was last year. Last year, they Ken, totally And this is what I keep going back to. We forget how we felt at the conclusion of Mac's rookie season. We all remember the cam year. We gave Bill Before a the Bill pl Bill's playoff game or after? Before. We, all, we looked at that first year. We said it was a pandemic. Everybody, you know, you're, Belichick told Charlie Weiss on Sirius XM that they had to reset the cap. Hasn't been that thin around here. And, it, and we all said, well, if bottoming out is 7-9 and nine with Cam Newton, then that's not too bad. Then they get the best quarterback in the rookies out of the, the five taken in terms of value and rookie performance his rookie season. Mac Jones was, mm -hmm. you know, Boomer Esiason said, redraft, he'd be first. Yep. And the Patriots get to 10 wins. And you're looking at that and you're saying, all right, we have the quarterback. The most, I said at the beginning of the year, much to your chagrin, it's a successful season no matter the record. If Mac is if they the guy. find out about Mac, I didn't. I, I didn't dispute that. You said that. I'm shocked that you. Anyway, we don't have to go back to the audio. But so the the at the end of the year, we were on that Saturday, getting ready for the Saturday night wild card game up at Orchard Park, Bills Patriots, and we sat there and we said, "Wow, like what we could even after Brady had won the Super Bowl his first year, we sat back and said, yeah, you know, Kraft at that moment looked." Damn good. You predicted a win over the Bills as I did. We thought McDermott would pee his pants. Yeah, well, and the Bills would collapse. Because he did in that windy game, one of the worst <laughs> yeah. coach games in NFL history. Right. But that game was just a debacle. And then after that game, I believe the next week, Ken, you and I sat here and we said, all right, well, still, they, they tough loss, but they now know what the, the distance between them and the top of the division is. They need to reinvest like they did last year. And since from that moment until today, they have devolved and they have allowed other teams in their division to overtake them in terms of talent. But worse than that, it's just the treatment of the quarterback. They they allowed him to be benched for Zappi, who they cut, cleared waivers, is maybe going to make the number two but, tomorrow but, night. But that's a microcosm as to why the Patriots are where they are. Bill could never accept that the role of the quarterback had superseded that of the head coach, that the treatment of the offense as opposed to the defense, mm -hmm. the essential need of a guy that is a, can, can get everybody into the right position, all the new penalties that were stacked in the favor of the offense, Bill would not allow himself to accept 
that Brady was more important than he was. Yeah. And that's why that they've devalued the quarterback position, and that's why they're sitting where they are today. Let's go to Mike in Boston. Hi, Mike. Hey, what's up, guys? Yeah, I want to uh, talk about uh, how, uh, was it, 6 out of 10? You said yeah. Patriots fans said we're in better, better shape if Brady would have stayed. Yeah. See, I, I disagree with your point that Brady would have prevented a quarterback from uh, coming up. I think he actually would have de- helped develop the kid. I mean, kind of like Brady behind Bledsoe, um, Jimmy Garoppolo behind Brady. Garoppolo's had a decent career behind Brady, so what's to say a kid behind Brady wouldn't? They locked Garoppolo out of the gym. They wouldn't let him in. He was so paranoid about the guy. They, then they forced the trade. He's got a good I, career I, now. What are you talking about? Jimmy Garoppolo got, had, has, has had a failed career. He hasn't been uh, able to stay healthy, and he was available to everybody in the league. He he's, got take a, a one year. he's worth $100 million. Okay. He you was just he available. a good career? He doesn't have a good career. No, he doesn't. In, in, in any way, he has team. no... What are you? T- a good career means what? He's winning. He's got a winning record. What are you talking about? He doesn't the win guy's record. got an okay. unbelievable Mike, record. Mike, he was available yeah. to the entire NFL, and he had to sign a one-year, seven million dollar prove-it deal with the Raiders. He's still got a better career than I'd say seventy percent of the quarterbacks in the NFL. That's not good. Yeah. You're still a starter. You gotta give him that. I, I, I think that the best thing that Tom Brady ever did for Bill Belichick was forcing him to trade Jimmy G because otherwise Bill would be stuck at five Super Bowls. But I don't think do you think Brady would have mentored or groomed anybody? Yeah, even at well, 42, 43, 44. You have, but you have to go back and sort of reshape the structure. Tom, rightfully, was paranoid about Bray, uh, Bill and Jimmy G. Right, right. So he wasn't going to help a guy that he thought was going to take over for him. But that's not my question. If he had stayed, would he have helped another guy? Um, no, I don't, I don't think so. It. I really don't see it. I don't see. I don't think he was in that position to be wanting to support the next guy. I think he did that in his prime with Castle in a way. You know, but he supported guys like Hoyer, who were never going to come within a thousand feet of his job. Speaking of Brady, uh, here on the Kenny Curtis Show, I know you've got sources, you've got moles, you're well informed. Uh, sometimes they're second, third hand, but fine. I want your prediction on what they do at halftime with Brady, and why? Can I just get back to this question again? Why did they pick this game for the Brady return game? I have an answer that may make some sense and may be bad news for Patriots fans. Oh, good. That's next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. He's really excited, and I'm excited because our fans never really got a chance to say goodbye in a proper way. And we're going to do something special and unique with him. And um, he, I don't know if I'm supposed to be saying, but he's got 20 members of his family coming. So it just is a statement, you know, all his nephews, nieces, his sisters, his parents, and so we're honored to be hosting all of them. Robert Kraft at the ribbon-cutting ceremony on Thursday. This is the Ken and Curtis Show. Ken Laird here. Hello, Chris Curtis here. And we'll be with you until 1 o'clock today. 
KJ and Lions take over at that point. Red Sox baseball coming up at 410-310, your pregame with Cooper Boardman. But that's all we know, right? That is publicly all we still know about the Brady ceremony at halftime, that 20 members of the family are coming. Yes, or do you have some intel uh, beyond that? A lot of speculation, but nobody really knows for sure. Um, I guess my just, uh, that's it, I guess, is that they retire his number, and Tom is able to thank the fans, and it's just, it really didn't strike me in the way that was uh, judgmental of the crafts until they had that self-serving press conference, which just felt so Red Soxian, where you're standing there tapping, patting yourself on the back for having his family come in. You had the modern-day Ruth trade on your watch, and you can't walk around with your Kraft Air Force Ones, with Pat's Kraft One, with everything, all the bells and whistles of being the owner and chairman of the New England Patriots, and then say you were powerless in a battle between the quarterback and the coach. You chose chose the coach, which is fine. It's not like you chose, you know, Rich Kotite <laughs> over Tom Brady. Right. But you did. And stop acting like you didn't and stop being so consumed about people thinking like you love them. You're never going to change the mind of people that actually are well-reasoned and have a functioning brain. Well, can't both be true. Like, can't 20 years from now people look back and give Kraft credit for Brady? I mean, it's not like they're going to just say, that's it, he let him go, everything else is nil. They still built, he still built the the dynasty. The only way they will get back to a place of positive thought is if they win again. If they don't win again then Tom's last title being in Tampa continues as a stain until the Patriots win another Super Bowl. Well, personally, I don't begrudge the Crafts for taking a victory lap over Tom Brady. They deserve it. They put him in place. They kept it alive for 20 years. It's the greatest dynasty in sports, so that's fine. But the decision to bring him back week one is just dumb. But, I just but, don't but get but it at all. But talk of love, it, you don't love him. Oh, I think they did. I think they... They tactically, business-wise, the three chose years, Bill over Brady. The three years since Tom Brady last pay, played for the Patriots, there have been 50 regular season NFL games. One man started all 50 at the ages of 43, 44, and 45. That's Tom Brady. That is a stain for eternity. That is something you cannot Overlook Tom Brady at the age of 44 after winning a Super Bowl with the Bucks in year one was second in the MVP voting. So you can't even overlook it to allow him to come back to the organization now? Well, I can't accept the rewriting of history and the manner in which this, this, this organization for 20 years, for me, the Patriot way was that it was the flying Elvis. It was the, the we are the first team in the history of the Super Bowl to be introduced as such. And now everybody is, a tr- is attempting to get the credit and none of the blame. When no businessman is perfect, you're not a real businessman if you don't have a failure or two. You have to take risks. And they took a risk thinking that Bill was going to outperform Brady given their ages yep. and what is usually done. And that's not a crazy calculation. And, they, and they still could win that calculation. They you know, cannot, but they, they were wrong. Well, if he wins a Super Bowl, they could. Okay, you're right. And if I fly home. But um, the the Patriots allowed a guy to go play, and it wasn't like Montana and Kansas City. This was a guy who was at the top of the NFL, Super Bowl MVP, second in the MVP voting, 50 games, 50 started, the only one in the NFL to do it, 108 regular season touchdown passes, second only to Patrick Mahomes in the middle of his prime. 
That is something that you can't just stand up there and say 20 people are staying with free breakfast at the Renaissance and all's forgiven. Well, you love the guy so much, you turned down tickets to go to the game to meet the guy backstage. I, I have not been offered tickets. Stop the nonsense. I, I, that's I, what I heard on the air. Yeah, that's what I heard, too. I I'm checking my phone. Oh, no tickets. Okay. So. Wow. That's uh, wow. interesting. Yeah. Now, quick aside. We have some breaking news. Tom Pelissero confirms that the Patriots are signing Bailey Zappi to the 53-man <laughs> roster. So a couple weeks of uh, well, some drama, practice squad drama. Matt Corral could be the guy that goes to the practice squad for him, by the way, to make room. Which so is you're all- saying that Coral and Reef are both on the bench. <laughs> nice job. Love the Coral Reef bench. bench. Especially in the week that, uh, what's his name, passed away? <laughs> the Coral Reef band. Uh, are you t- uh, Marco Polo. <laughs> oh, no, Cheeseburger in Paradise guy. Oh, Jimmy Buffett. Jimmy Buffett died, sorry. God, sorry. I'm the music guy on the show. <laughs> you forgot Jimmy <laughs> Buffett's name? I forgot his name. At least you didn't say buffet. Um, now, uh, but yeah, it frustrates me. That frustrates me that they're all trying to rewrite history here. Got it. Now, it, put that aside for a second. Okay. We'll get back to that. In terms of why they chose week one, because this just doesn't make any sense to me. Curran said it Thursday with Jones and Meggo. They could be down 20 to nothing at halftime. This is not the game. And week one stands on its own with excitement, with anticipation. Who do you think the worst team in the NFL is this year? Uh, uh, the worst team in the NFL? Yeah. Oh, I would say it is the Arizona Cardinals. Okay, Cardinals fans are excited for week one. They will show up week one. They, they will have hope that Kyler Murray turns it around and has a renaissance year or whatever. He's not even playing the first four weeks. Fine, whatever. Whoever's their, who's their quarterback? They're sucking for Caleb Williams. That's the goal. <laughs> even still, the, the, people will sh- why would you choose this game for Brady? Here's why. Week one, that very reason, everybody's relevant. They did not want this game, that the game that they were honoring Tom Brady, to have the one and four Patriots against the three and four New Orleans Saints at Gillette Stadium. Whatever, work with me. I don't know who the team would. What be. about week two? Week two, I, I this my guess, somewhat informed, is that Robert Kraft remains mad about the decision he made listening to Bill Belichick saying that Tom was done, not worth it, and time to move on. So the second Brady retired, for real this time. Wrong again, Ken. Robert Kraft said, you know what? F you, Bill. This is about me. It's my team. I'm bringing him back the first game possible. And if the team isn't good enough, that's your fault, not mine. So it was personal between Kraft and Bill. And Kraft said, I want to do this as soon as possible. I don't want there to be any doubt about Tom Brady and my relationship with him. So whether it's his wedding or it's the Bahamas retirement party with Brady or it's whatever, the dinner with Mac Jones and the Hamptons with Brady. Mm -hmm. Robert Kraft was going to supersede the wishes of his coach and even maybe trample on a young team, not really, but young in spots, by bringing in Tom Brady. I'm telling you, Ken, when you walk into that building where Mac does the interviews with Jones and Mega, where we talk to Bill Belichick, Tom Brady is omnipresent. He's everywhere. Well, as he should be. I get it, but this is a... The reason they have it in week one is because, A, Robert Kraft doesn't care and he wants to honor him as soon as possible, and B, just like they wanted to play the Bucks early in the 2021 season because they didn't want the Bucks to come in in 12-1 and one and the Patriots are 5-6 and you know six right, right. and they're all looking like idiots, that's why they have this week one because week one, everybody's relevant, and maybe they think that Brady can give them that push with the fans and whatever else. Who the it's hell knows? It's a young but- team, too. 
<laughs> they are a young team. Right, but that, <laughs> what a whopper. They're 26th. I want some reaction to that. What do you think of the decision just to have Brady back week one, now that it's here, now that it's tomorrow, now that you can feel it in the air? There is definitely anticipation. I mean, the tickets are going are hot. People want to see this. Is it good for the team, bad for the team, uh, you know, tragic? Is this a horrible decision, or do you actually like it? And what do you think of Curtis's take on Kraft and Brady, uh, which, you know, we've been talking about for years since he left, but here it is again, one more one more kick at it. And is we can do a rankings later, but is Ken's take that people would be mad at Brady and not want him back to the return the single dumbest thing ever said on WEEI? Oh, really? That poll question says 40% agree with me. They're better Have you off. heard a single person this week mad that they're Yes, Billy Lanny. Lanny. Did you see hear Billy go off? He is tired of it. Brady fatigue. Great job by Billy Lanny. We okay. should re-rack that at some Ken, point, Joe, if you can find you, it. Do you think the sentiment exists that people are mad that Tom Brady's coming back? Yes, Billy Lanny said it on Ken, the Gresham Ken, Ken, show. Oh, I'm talking about He is a card-carrying New Englander with the accent to prove it. I'm concerned about... I want that Billy Lanny audio I'm next. I'm concerned about your management style if you cannot accept blame when you're clearly wrong. I'm not wrong, and Billy will prove it. So Ray Billy Lanny says something, yes. and it means that everybody in Boston agrees with it? You're saying nobody thinks that. Right. This guy's I have angry. not heard it once. The entire... I totally agree with him. Oh, all right. I do agree so with so me and Billy. So you think mad the Patriots, that, that Brady's back. You're, you're mad that they're honoring Tom Brady? Will you boo Brady tomorrow, 617-7? You are an idiot. Yeah, I am not. You are. <laughs> Good one. We'll prove that next. <laughs> We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 